Today is ours. Let's live it. And love is strong. Let's give it. A song can help. Let's sing it. And peace is dear. Let's bring it. The past is gone. Don't rue it. Our work is here. Let's do it. The world is wrong. Let's right it. The battle is hard. Let's fight it. The road is rough. Let's clear it. The future fast. Don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. Hey, beautiful people. This is your girl, Ariel Dominique, and I am really, really excited about this episode. Episode 13, Love is Still Dope. So I really wanted to have a couples night, um, and it's five couples, including me and my boyfriend, and we just had a good time eating, drinking, laughing, playing games, and I think being around other couples helps you just process, you know, sometimes you need to discuss and that is how we learn and that is how we um, kind of find ourselves through observing and through listening and, and experiencing as well. And so we had a good time. Um, some of the games that we played before we recorded the podcast like we cut up and um so i highly suggest if you have a couple's night to plan food drinks and games um ahead of time but we played some fun stuff one of the games we were blindfolded and had to draw our partner another game um was coming up with a hashtag for your bay uh what else did we do we did um he said she said so it was a quiz and the couple that one or the couples that had the most matches would win and two of the couples were like the top two. Um, what else did we do? It was so much fun. Um, of course, we played Black Card Revoked after the podcast and I think there was something else I'm probably missing, but oh yeah, we also had a um, Girls versus Guys game as well to come up with the most first date ideas. So yeah. <laughs> So what you'll hear throughout the podcast is whenever I'm pulling a name or you hear a hashtag, that is because before um, the night really got into it and before we got too deep into drinking, <laughs> I had everybody come up with a hashtag for Bay, And so I pulled names based on the hashtags to see who would start off the conversation topic. So that was um, that's what you'll hear. So anyway, I'm just going to jump into this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please share our podcast with your friends, your family. This is a great podcast episode um, for couples as well as for singles. And um, it's also just a great freaking episode in general. So thank you for listening. And please follow at Say It With Your Breast. Um, and on Twitter at S-I-W-Y-B Podcast. And check out the website www.sayitwithyourbreast.com. All right, let's do this. Okay. Oh, 
Android. But so, go. we're just going to share our fun stories and advice and, um, um, how do you, how do you say, um. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. Um, communion. I don't know. Love like, communion.
I guess I just look at it as just like if he wasn't here in the next couple of hours and if I woke up the next morning and he wasn't here, is that worth being angry about or is that really worth it? Um, and so it's something that I should, and I know like people say that, like, is it really worth it? But it's something that I truly think about and truly live out, I think, if you can speak to it, if I, if I don't, correct me if I don't, um, that like, is it really worth being angry about? So I guess I am very selective about the things in which I am, I even get angry about. Um, I'm selective in that. Thankfully. <laughs> That's okay. See, I hadn't even thought about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind, I kind of, I'm very mindful about the things in which I'm gonna decide to take. That I guess that's true, though, because in the moment you kind of yeah, ask yourself, is it even worth Absolutely. it right now? Like, is this really that Absolutely. easy? Absolutely. It's like you're checking yourself like before you even allow something to get into y'all. And if you do, I'm like Joe Budden. I'm mad about everything. If I don't like it right now, if I don't like it right now, I'm gonna be upset for the whole day. Yeah, I'm, the whole day. When you come home and, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Hey, babe," like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> that Yeah, I'll be mad for the whole day. I get it. I I'm totally get it. I mean, you uh, are old young man. You really are. You Did really I say are. a Negro? Or? That's true. So, what about the rest of us? Like, what what do you think? Going to bed angry? Is it? Yeah, are you choosing couples? <laughs> I don't think you should, but I know that I do. Um, and I like what you said about like picking what you get angry about, and mm-hmm. I can do better at mm-hmm. that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like things that are like, hmm, was it really that big of a? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! I knew it. Oh, my bad. I was just waiting for her to hear it. I was agreeing from my you perspective. Like, mm-hmm. You said that? No, no, no. no. Clarity. Clarity. I was, I I was, I was thinking about for myself as well doing the same thing. Not right. saying, I can oh, definitely just stop and pause and give the benefit of the doubt. Or, you know, I know that anger is a secondary emotion. And usually anger... It's just the way you're showing how you really feel deep down inside. So how do That's I so get to what I really feel instead of That's showing so anger true. and just, you know, hitting. Oh, I can't say do that. It's a you podcast. <laughs> you know, this right here. You know, we get it. That is. Just battling it out instead of really understanding what I really feel deep down and talking about it in a constructive way that'll help. Yeah, nah, she, she. I definitely like what I heard. Thank you. Yeah, for you know, I, like, I mean, I think that's that's the key. That's the the key to it as well. That I think, um, I think is very important to me is if we're gonna have those conversations, they have to be productive conversations. So, I mean, I would rather, like, once again, get to the heart of the matter, but then also it's also to an extent about the way in which you do it. So it's not always about what you say; it's how you say it. So. Am I just, there's also, for me, it's almost like there has to be a balance between me fully expressing my most truest feelings and emotions on the matter at hand versus me communicating it in a way that I know she can receive it. So I have to, I have to balance between those two. So I have to make sure that I'm getting out how I feel, but at the same time, I can't say it in a way to where I know she's just not going to receive it. I know her buttons. I know her triggers. Mm -hmm. So it's about making sure that I do it in a way that she can actually hear what I'm saying 
and then hopefully in this in the same way she can do the same. So. That's real. And I'm sure nice. that, yeah. it takes, takes humility to act, actually like kind of put your feelings aside and be like, this is not how she's gonna. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it's humility like and before I before I try right. to address or approach her about something, I need to check myself first. Wow. It's almost like I have to filter filter out um, my own ego and then come oh, to the table. Man. Hey, this is what I really did like. <laughs> Like how do we how do, how do we how do we build? But at the same time, then there's like maybe the pettiness in King Jaffe Kimball that is like we're not going to have this conversation tonight. You know what? You turn on your side, I'm about to turn on my yeah, side. Yeah, I feel like it's no, we don't know the day I'm a pettiness. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, like right. that that it's, it's true. That's true. That's so yeah, it's true. Like that has, has everybody watched the interview with Jay Z? Uh, he did the other day. Yeah, um, I, haven't I, haven't seen seen it. I have not seen it. Don't spoil it. I'm not going. No, okay, I'm not going to spoil it. But um, one of the things he said he was like, "Yeah, you know, you know, we go to uh, counseling. You know, what I'm saying like, because when you got money and like, you got <laughs> you, you, why not you pay somebody to like listen? <laughs> hey, to you. That, hey, that could be a date, right? That's great. Hey, that's hey, a great date. That's a great date. Not a birthday. Lord, everybody, write that down on your hand tonight. Hey, nice to meet you. Right. But but coming from the psychologist. But one of the things he said about like his growth as a person was like being able to understand what everybody else is going through. So if somebody comes at you is like, yo, I hate you, you, you smell bad, you you're a loser. Whatever whatever <laughs> they're going through and whatever they're throwing at you, you just gotta understand it that that person has been through something that day. Yeah. Or they, yeah, they went through something like over there. Yeah, they made them feel that way to say a thing to you or whatever and it may it's be. Not really about you. It's right. Not. It's not yeah. about you. And right. you can't, you can't that, allow that, that short interaction, you know, that five seconds, you know, to override that whole 24 hours they just had. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, and you can't, oh, well, you did. Like, I think about, I, I saw an interview with Gary Vee on The Breakfast Club, and he kept going back to this thing about how, like, 97% of the time, most people, they waste that time. Like, they, they waste it on dumb shit. And he kept going back to this example of one of his uh, employees. She was like, Karen's trying to ruin me. She was like, no. Like, you didn't get promoted because... Karen is sabotage. He was like, "You fucking suck." That's why. You're not, that's why you're like, not. And you need to worry about Karen to realize what you're doing wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, in terms of like relationships, and I tell them this all the time. I tell my friends this that for me, it's always about the relationship, which is not about his ego or my ego, but what we it's decide to own. create together. Yeah, and that's his yeah. own separate entity. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's always about protecting that. That yeah. there is nothing that I ever want, whether it be my ego, myself, whatever, my dreams, sometimes even, um, to get in the way of that. Yeah. And that is what becomes the priority. Yeah. So if it means that I need to um, check myself. And like even in terms of our dreams, like that's something that I think that yeah, Lawrence and I are um, are like working on is the fact that he has dreams, I have dreams. Go to White House, bitch. Yeah, like yeah. and so and I have no desire to go to go there. And also, I am in the process of of. Um, you know, deciding that I am open to being somewhere elsewhere than home because I am committed to this this yeah. larger goal. Yeah, I recognize yeah. that he has dreams to be elsewhere. That's real. Um, yeah, because we gonna vote for Lawrence in a couple of years. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna vote for Lawrence right <laughs> now. Right now, I'm calling my 
system Thank and everything. So, okay, so then how does that work with putting your, let's talk about that, like putting your dreams or your career or your aspirations, you know, when you were maybe either single or maybe just in an earlier stage of your relationship together, how does that work when you are now together? How do you balance what you want to do, what they want to do, what both of you want to do? Oh, wait, time. Oh, (laughs) I forgot about these. Hashtag Dill Marpy Mark. Dill Marley Mark. Dear Marky Mark. Dear Dear Lil. Lil Marky Mark. Lil Marky Mark. What's going on here? You should pull someone else. Share it the hook. Yeah. But wait, explain. Dear Marky Mark. Yeah. I actually listened to this far right podcast to kind of get my perspective on politics. That's so, great. And so basically, although knowing that I'm progressive, I try to listen to this far right podcast and know what they're talking about. And his name is Mark Finn. Hopefully he doesn't get play off of this podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah. he, has, he has a couple million listeners and it's kind of like, I, I'm, I'd be one of them. But just to see what how he spends issues, how he tries to talk to them. And how come how he got into the enemy. point where he really drives the administration that we have, and and what and what why why we can't talk to like far right conservatives or mm-hmm. the evangelicals, if mm-hmm. you will. And so she's been open enough to kind of understand that about me. And so we kind of joke around and That's make the cute. voice, Mark. You know, oh my gosh, <laughs> first time, long time first listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> between family and aspiration or career or relationship and aspiration. I think we kind of come back to that. What do we want? Like, what are we working for? And so um, it comes down to that, really, just kind of uh, on a day-to-day, you know, both long-term and short-term. You know, is this what we both want? Is this what we're both working for? Okay, well, what are you willing to sacrifice? What, are, what am I willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Can we come to an agreement on that? Mm-hmm. That's, hard. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. It is. It's really hard. Um, but those are conversations that have to happen, and we just have to be on the same page. And it's not. It's no longer my goals, your goals. Mm-hmm. It's our goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's, it's really important to find somebody that understands. Yeah. 
And I feel like if you have like um, non-negotiables, that's something that should be talked about at the beginning of your dating stage. Like before Kimball and I were ever dating, I saw that he was into music. I saw his talent. I saw his drive. So now that we're together and he has to go to the studio or he has to do these things or he's going to this show, that's like she said, that's Mm -hmm. our thing now. And even if I'm not there, I'm not harping on him for going or I'm not harping on him for this weeknight and coming in too late because I signed up for that before KJ ever came around he knew I want a huge family I want five kids (laughs) I told him that ahead of time right and Uh that's something that became our Our. thing and now we have one of the five it's just like also if it's like a goal of yours that you have personally before entering a relationship you have to have the balls enough to talk to whoever you think you want to be serious with yeah. about those non-negotiables and decide are they really a non-negotiable and right. if this person cannot bend be ready to let it go because or if you try to stay in it too long Something and then they, they told you they're not bending. It's just going to come to a head later mm-hmm. on and mess something up. Yep. And so, and yeah, you have to talk about those things. Person. You have yeah. to communicate about those things. Yeah. That's true. And it doesn't mean it's not tough sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, most exactly. times it is going to be tough. Yeah. But it's ne- like you said, it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But if ultimately you come, you know what you want and you know that ultimately we're all on the same page. These are little things, you know. Mm-hmm. Coming home late is a little thing. Mm-hmm. For a little, more is a little thing. <laughs> Why are you? And it's just not just him. It's not just him. I work long hours. He works long hours, yeah. but I mean, last year was me. I worked thirty hours. Uh-huh. You know, in different stages of life, it might be different. Yeah. So next question then: Is the relationship? Is it 50-50? Is it 60-40? Is it 60-30? So, y'all are just... (laughs) What was it? I keep thinking them. Okay. I wrote this one. You just literally said this. Hashtag grumpy old white man and fine black man's body. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's mine. I love that. See, there you go. You know it's you. (laughs) So I'm Joe Button is what you, you said. Right. Basically. <laughs> so what do you think? 50-50, hundred, hundred, seventy thirty. I mean, I'm an old school nigga, uh, uh, man. Um, mm-hmm. My name is DH, by the way. You understand me now. Um, but, I'll tell y'all where that came from later. But I, I'm real old school and I feel like, you know, the man's job is take care of your lady as much as possible. You know, you have stuff that you want to do. However, you have bigger responsibilities than yourself. So I feel like as much as I can bear, that's what I'm going to take on to make sure that you're happy. It don't matter if I'm sleeping on the floor and you're in the bed. You know what I'm saying? You know, if if, if you're happy, that's how I was trained and that's how I'm going to react. Uh, short story, by the way. <laughs> I was about to tell it, but okay. Story time. So, you know, Thanksgiving, everybody goes out to see their family, all that kind of stuff like that. So we went, went to go see some of her family. And, uh, you know, there was one bed available. So we said, okay, yeah, you know, her mom, you'll take the bed. Because, of course, you know, if it was my mom, well, yeah, mom, you get in the bed. We sleeping on, on whatever. So, um, you know, we had to share a couch. And I'm 6'5", and she's, you know, she's tall, too. So it's an issue. 
So, you know, I wasn't I wasn't comfortable on the couch. So I was like, all right, let me go get on a small couch. Not comfortable, even more and less comfortable. So I just slept on the floor. You know, it is what it is. As long as she's happy and she's comfortable, I can deal with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like as an old school dude who was raised by old school, you know, the way of doing things, she's the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I saw growing up. And that's what I kind of like go at now. But now they got this whole thing. It's like, oh, it's, it should be equal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. nah. So that bothers you? The whole, let me share and the it, sacrifice. It, it doesn't bother me. But I just feel like as a real man, like that is your job. You fall on the knife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. Like you should have been trained that way. Your, your grandfather should have told you how it works, and that's how it should work. But that's just me. I'm opinion. <laughs> that is why your hashtag grumpy old white man and like. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I get it. Right. My grandfather is the same way. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. he's not cool with it. I like it. I totally like. It. I would yeah, much prefer yeah. someone tell me. It's not always a bad thing. Yeah, it's not always a bad yeah. thing, and I would much much prefer someone tell me, "No, I am taking care of." XYZ, whatever it is, and then just have me continue to give, 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 and never receive. The thing, the thing for that though is because I, for me, King Jaffe, the way I was raised in Zamunda, I keep forgetting that. I I was, I was raised my father, the king. You know, when I was a young prince growing up, I was. I I learned at a very young age that I do things in extremes, so I've had to learn. Uh, you know, being in, you know, the relationship I've been, you know, blessed and fortunate enough to be in right now that I can't, I have to be very aware of it though, because I'm also pretty old school in the way I do things, but I have to be very cognizant of the fact that sometimes I can be so focused on being a provider, so focused on not having her focus or not have to worry or think about anything to where I don't want to self-sabotage myself because she's like, that oh, you're true. so focused on taking care of things. Mm-hmm. I don't get to see you. Yep. I told so, him, I said, so lately you've son- been King Joffy Kimball, the provider. <laughs> yeah. I need King Joffy Kimball, my partner right now. But, but, but y'all got to understand, too. That and that's if that means I got to call on somebody to help us out with something, that means I got to call on somebody to help us out with something. But right now, I need King Joffy Kimball, my partner. And you're right. You do. Like and and I and I've like heard her and I didn't really understand that like because I was thinking exactly just like you and then it got to a point to where she like I think after the thirty seven million time like she said it like something clicked and it was like, like oh maybe it's like man maybe I, like, maybe I I am like I need to step back and reevaluate so um you're right I think it's it's. Being that provider, like priority, that's priority number one, but also a close one B um, <laughs> is making sure that we, we still have that balance. I'm very big in the balance. So if I get too far into one category, which I'm like, a, I'm, I'm a walk, it's a walk, walking oxymoron, right? Like I said, I do things in extremes, but I'm focused on balance. Uh, so it's like, I mean, it's the constant struggle within myself. So, um, that, that's so it sounds like we're saying it's not always or ever 50 50. Well, oh, it's it varies, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it's a it's 90 10. Mm-hmm. And it's the other way, yeah. yeah. And, and I just want you ladies to know that, like, we appreciate you 
being needed. Like we 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 revel in that. Like I'm taking care of my lady. Like I don't care if I'm sleeping on a cot. Goddamn it, she comfortable as hell. <laughs> like we get so much off of that that y'all don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Don't like if y'all need us to do know, something, I if Ariel's like, if Ariel's like, can you cut the sausage? I'm like, all right, cool, because she never asked me to help her cook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I ask her all the time. So like we get a lot out of being needed. You know what I'm saying? I learned and that. I, and I'm, I am learning. Yeah, I've read some stuff and like watched a bunch of stuff. It's like, you know, just the caveman mentality. Like, you guys want to do everything, all that kind of stuff. I get it. But at the same time, y'all got to stroke our ego, but y'all ain't got to do that much. Y'all just got to ask you to do shit. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Just ask you to do some shit. Fix something. Yes. Because, like, in terms of what you were saying, provider versus partner, um, I think that Lawrence definitely provides more of a, a partner kind of feel to him because he's very he's a, a very emotional man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a very emotional man and, and, and in terms of like how we split up that percentage, I also think that it kind of depends on I don't know how you're looking at the percentage because like mm-hmm. depending Your on what's category. going on, sometimes he's the it's 60-40 in terms of emotionality. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe in terms of logistical things, yeah. sixty forty in terms of logistical things, mm-hmm. and, um, and and so it just kind of depends. I think maybe it's based on like strengths versus areas for growth and continuing. Yes, growth. And I don't say weaknesses. Areas of growth. So we're still working on it. For me, it would be hard to do 50 50 in terms of emotionality because for me, emotionality is an area of growth. Yeah. And intimacy is an area of growth. Whereas for him, 80 to 90 could come like that. And it almost is necessary for him to pull back in some terms for me to do what I need to do in terms of. Let me let me get up to sixty because I want to be there. I want to be there. You, so you have to fall back and let me do my growth um, to to meet you. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and I, 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 I guess that that was the question I I didn't want to be the questioner, but no, the question, I, I think thing. that was the question I was going to ask is where do we where how do we uh, I guess you know be the flexible partner you know for for both for both parties you know how. How do you ask your partner to be flexible and say, hey, look, I don't need you to take care of this. I need you to take care of this, which is what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. How do you adjust? <laughs> well, I say, I'm pretty blunt, and that's one thing that I'm working on, too. Because I just say it like I feel it, and that's something that I have to fix. Um, so I literally will be like, please do what I'm asking you to do. Not help me in the way you think I need to be helped. I know how to speak. I'm not your child. I asked for this. Give me that. But like he said, wow. then I had to take a step back and realize, will he receive it that way? Will he hear it that way? And the irony is, I hit her back with the exact same thing. Who are you talking to? I'm not your child. We got bills due on X, Y, and Z. So you can tell me whatever you need. I can do that after I pay these bills. All right, all right. She's been going hard on Orange Theory. That's what's up. Bob Tom's that wedding fitness plan. Oh, that's cute. Different kind of kind of but you can add some, um, oh, wait, uh, Claire. Yeah. Maybe Claire. Maybe we can work oh. it out. 
I think what's challenging for me is like I've been a very independent woman like all my life. I'm type A. I'm OCD. I'm a perfectionist. Like I, that's me. And I've always been like I don't need a man. I want one, but I don't need that a man. And so I don't know how he feels, but like I don't really ask him for much. Like I don't like about like wants or needs, maybe not needs, but like maybe there's some things that I want, but like I don't, I don't know. So it's challenging at times to like. To find ways to like incorporate things that I could have that could be better. I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but maybe you could chime in. I'll tell you what, though, dating a type A personality or, or Claire in particular, it's um, <laughs> specific things that she would take charge on A through Z. And it's more like, where do I fit in? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can trust me to do, you know. Whatever I'm capable, BCD. you know, and it, <laughs> yeah. it's more so she just, or, or I can say at times it's more so she would just do it herself, and it's kind of like that's a slap in the face for me because it's kind of like, well, where do I fit in? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that can be difficult in terms of dating someone who has that type of personality that can do everything on their own. You know what I'm saying? That 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 can be very difficult. Um, <laughs> but tell them it's not about you. It's really me. Like. Yeah, it, it is, I, but but even more so, being involved with someone that's a type A personality that, uh, that can do any and everything on their own, it's it's just kind of like it, it's like I said, it's kind of difficult to trying to say, listen, I can do this just as maybe not as as good as you, or maybe not to your standard. Uh-huh. I, I might not do it to your standard, but listen, it's sufficient. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what's difficult. It's like, I, I think what I'm going to bring to the table is sufficient, but it may not be up to your standard. So and then that's, how will I get that's to your difficult. standards if you don't let me try? Right. That's and that's, that's about growth. That's, that's, that's it. Yes. Yes. How do I get there if I never practice? Okay. Also think about like when we when when right. talked about uh, you know when you have a goal or a dream it becomes our dream so if you think about it like that it's like okay well we, everybody only has so much energy they can invest in the things so yeah I might not be able to do X as good as you right. but if you allow me to do it and I can show you and build it to a certain level you can take that energy you put in the X and now you can put that into something else. Right. So now I'm actually indirectly helping you get closer to what you actually want to do. Um, So it's like, you know, I think about this example I had from a professor in college, a business professor once. And he talked about um, Tiger Woods and like, you know, his money, but how time is the most important good we have. Because Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods could literally, on that big ass, well, shit. It's been a rough couple of years for Tiger. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's still, shaking back. Tiger back. Yo, he's shaking back. Right? He is right. coming back. Right yeah. Prime Tiger. Tiger. Prime Tiger. Prime Tiger. Back in the day when he had that really nice house in Florida. If he wanted to cut his whole fucking lawn, he could. But is that the best use of his time? Like he could pay somebody to do that. So I mean, would they cut it probably exactly like him? No, but they could cut it, you know. To a standard that, you know, like you said, was satisfactory. Right. And he could then invest that energy and that time and that effort into other right. things. Yes. That would be more beneficial. Right. So I, I think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was good. I was, okay. You were chiming in. <laughs> but I, okay. So the way I relate to that is that not in a completely controlling way, I don't think. 
But sometimes, if you know that you can do something in a certain way, and it's, or you think you can do something in a certain way in a certain amount of time, because efficiency counts, sometimes you just need to get it done. And you're not trying to, I'm not trying to be, like, offensive and being like, no, I don't need you right now. It's just that, like, I need to move. Like, I, I got to, like, like, there's too many moving parts. However, I will say that tonight he made y'all rice. Which I didn't ask him to do, but he did it. Oh, And sometimes I think that I am burdening him with my expectations because I know my expectations is like, I want it done this way. But if I, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, when you have to learn to step back some, like when he put the, what was it? The cream, it was the heavy cream and the chocolate. It was taking everything in me not to be like, wait, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to let him get to the point. Feel her looking he, at me though, like this you can, you said it. I know, <laughs> but I held back. Oh, I funny. held back. I held back. Did I say anything to you? I I knew that you wanted to though, <laughs> but I didn't, right? You know, you were, so you yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, but it's like household things. It's like, like it's yeah. little things that sometimes, like you know, you know gives your partner satisfaction and you just have to just let them do it their way and if I may have like when he wasn't looking added a little something to it <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that well, he don't made know a great job her. right, yeah. right? Wait, wait. But, but I will really, really say this so, so I will say this we're the same person in that respect because the way she decorated the tree I had to go back and change it <laughs> She put the I light, was okay with it though. She, she put the lights outside of the thing. I had to add to it. I, had to, I was okay I had to with it. But we're like, I think we have yes. an understanding there. Like, we do. God, we, we just gotta like, have we don't, understanding. Yeah, you just gotta have understanding. Like, I'm not gonna say that to you. I'm just gonna make it. Better. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't say anything. All right. All right. Good night. That works for me. All right. Right, like if you <laughs> did it, everybody. yeah, it's great. Like if right? I can jump, throw it away when I don't see you. Like you can throw my junk away, just you don't let me see you throw my junk away. And I won't, you know, I, I won't feel like, any type of way. It just and as long as you know I don't really love it, like if you know I'm about to go look for it in like 20 minutes, right? Don't do that. Exactly, I agree with so that. So, little fantasy. What, what were you adding? No, I was saying that, like, and I guess it, like you said, it goes back to just like knowing maybe your partner, and yeah, like, what they want to be there for you for. And so, I know for me, um, just like taking it to a deeper level, of course, the psychologist that we know. <laughs> can't help myself. I had a good friend this week. Um, she lost her mother to cancer. Um, her mom was given. A very short period to live back in January, and she died on Monday. Um, I've never in my life really I had someone who who I allowed to be there for me in those vulnerable moments when I've lost somebody who it's been hard, it's um, it's difficult, um, 
and but I know Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that for him, his thing is not maybe necessarily building the table or cooking the rice. Like that's not his thing for him. It's about being there for you emotionally, which is extremely hard for me. Um, but in the moment when he just kept asking me, well, do you need me to stay over tonight? Do you need me to drop you back to Lafayette? Like, what do you need me to do? And there was a part of me that was like, I don't want to burden you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the middle of the week. This is somebody who died in my life. That doesn't impact you. Like, I can drive there by myself. It's fine. Um, but I think it was just my normal reaction to not wanting to be a burden. But to have him there for me and come to the wake with me and to be there with me was satisfying for me. And I think it was... I'm speaking for you. <laughs> I think that it was really Me satisfying that. for me. When is your birthday, Lauren? Uh, December 26th. Oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> with the way you're describing things. You can edit me out if you need. Uh, it makes so much sense. My mom is a Sagittarius as well. Um, so I, I'll, I'll say that I think uh, some of the emotionality that she talks about that I have obviously comes with the Sagittarius part of it. But I mean, mm -hmm. my parents split up right in the time when I was trying to figure stuff out. And so I was in about sixth, seventh grade and they split up and, and he was trying to like tell me, you know, why this went from him spending all this time with me to us strictly being on the phone. And so it was kind of like, I don't know what this is. So, you know, mm -hmm. you're not, you know, you're not here to teach me how to shave. You're not here to teach me how to be a guy. You're not here to teach me how to put on a condom. Like. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like being there for that human aspect of life. I think I had to learn that the hard way by myself because my mom was like, she obviously had to put on the double, on the double standard because she couldn't be the, she couldn't be a mom anymore. She had to be a provider. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I think it went from me learning how to be like just a just a teenager and a or an adult to like learn how to be back a human again. Um, not, I hope that doesn't sound weird, but it was kind of, no, I hope it doesn't sound like alien, no, right? no. Yeah, it, it makes like sound perfect like sense. My life. Yeah, so I'm like, wow. So it was kind of, so it was kind of like, uh, so when I see people you know, going through human things, you know, I'll go through like moments where I'm like, hey, yo, you want a hug? Like, I'm like, compassion, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. you're giving out the shit that you, you yeah, probably yeah. would have wanted when you, right. when we're you going were through going through that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, that's really hard. Right. And I think for black women in particular, only because I study black women and their experiences, that it's it's hard for mm -hmm. us sometimes right. to let people in in a vulnerable way. Like mm -hmm. not only are you paying my bills, yeah. you want to be there for heart stuff? Mm -hmm. yeah. You want to be vulnerable? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. It's getting sensitive. It's kind of in between both of y'all because I understand that, but I was... I'm I'm raised in that same right. I'm cut from that same cloth, so it's like I'm available emotionally to do that, but I don't want to make you uncomfortable. But I'm gonna at least extend it. Yeah, it's almost like it's it's like it's just in you. Yeah, you know what I, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. It's it's not like because I mean it's genuine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The compassion, the yeah. care, the concern is, is genuine. Right. So it's, it's like so you know, they like you have so all the water. Much. I just have so much all the water. I know. So I'm like I know my water signs. I can tell. I'm like, where's your birthday? Tell me your birthday. I can tell. I was gonna ask a question. Why is that? Um, as far as black women, as far as vulnerability goes, why is it? Um, I take that position. 
I think that I studied a, a lot of Brene Brown's work. I love her work. I read her books. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about yeah. to go Google her. I, yeah, I home. love her work. And she talks about vulnerability as the definition of courage. And it's about showing up and letting yourself be seen. Um, I think for black women, we've been invisible for so long that for some to show up and be seen is uncomfortable for us. Like, historically, Black women have been in the background, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if there's any movement going, it's about the Black man leading this movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, really looking at the intersectionality of being Black and also being a woman. We are minorities mm-hmm. in both status, like, as a, as a woman and as being Black. And so, we've been in the background a lot and invisible a lot. And we've kind of, in my opinion, taken on this role of carrying everybody else's burdens. Mm-hmm. And so, for us to show up, and let ourselves be seen. Let ourselves show people the hurt, the shame, the pain, the anger. That's scary. That's not a part of our narrative. Can I even argue that like we're not as like uh, we're not allowed to show weakness? Yeah, and we're not because allowed we to show have weakness. been carrying people like since we right since black women landed in this country, right? Like, yeah, as literally. slaves, as yeah, yeah well, we people have been the caretakers, well, right? The caretakers well, and all of that. Well, it's, it's not only that you propped up. Well, it's not only that you've propped up everybody else, but I, w- I would also argue that it's then it's like it's it's the double standard of like if you do show that emotion, it's like oh you're the angry mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's like what I don't get to have emotions too, nigga. Like right. what are you talking about? Yeah, like yeah, I agree with that. I don't all get to long. like yeah. so you you're not allowed to fully. Share your experience, right. yeah. yeah. Like you're dehumanized, and you don't get to. There's no empathy, right? Yeah. And no understanding. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so if you're not taught like vulnerability and 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 showing your emotions to people is something that's taught. We're not innate, innately born to know how to do that. Like so, that's something that is taught. And that's so, so to, true. To be vulnerable, if you were raised by a strong black woman, you weren't taught vulnerability. No, that's yeah. not something that. you were taught. So, yeah. of course, when you get in any re- a relationship, that requires intimacy, which is inherently vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and I think, it's hard. And I think for, for black men, I mean, I think, you know, the, the common, uh, I guess, image that we that we hold up is, you know, our moms, our single moms. And, and so, obviously, I can't say that my dad wasn't there, period. But I can say that I saw a time when my mom had to shift from being a mom to being strictly a provider where she had to neglect her needs her emotional needs and just be a provider for multiple children and work you know multiple overnights and so it's kind of like looking at that she could she even today she still struggles to express her emotions because she cannot shift from being the provider to being the mother and so i and so that's where me as a black man i kind of look to Danny C and be like, yo, how can I be there for you as a man to kind of make you to kind of play my part and be whole as the black family again? Because yeah. because yeah, you know, I think to take the next step in in our in our community, I think to make this a, a bit broader, it's kind of like uh, the black the black man is is gonna have to be there to kind of give give black women that space to be you know able to express herself emotionally when the professional world when the regular world, when the fashion world will not recognize her presence. And I think we, and I, I think that's just been a priority in my life, which has uh, led me to, to this point. And yeah. 
Yeah, which I mean, which is I mean, that's really interesting too that you say that. You know that. You know, it's 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 really hard for. I mean, it's it's cyclical because you know I sit back and I think of you know my experiences as a child and you know thinking about my mom you know working three jobs, three um, jobs. four jobs at times you know to take care of me and it's like she can't make she I mean there was even possible you know decent guys you know good guys you know that she might have been able to pursue some but she was so like I can't pursue a relationship I have we have bills to pay like. Yeah. Like the lights are not on right now. Like we're filling water and jugs at the gas station yeah. to flush the toilets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just growing up like that and, and living like that, you know, I think that that does something to you. Um, and it, it puts you in a very unique relationship, even with your, your own mother. This uh yeah, I'm I'm working on like yeah. not saying the uhs like, and shit. I feel like it's church right now. Baby. Right. Right. You got it. Right. That's all right. I feel like I feel like if you have any um any emotional concern or appreciation for other people. The fact that she was just trying to provide, like you said, and, and she had to step outside of the role that, you know, would have allowed her to do a lot of other things. Only a thing a woman can do, like it, sacrifice her absolutely. woman needs to, or a woman wants. Or a woman absolutely. Needs. Absolutely. So absolutely. Okay. For sure. okay. So we're just going to go around real quick and you can complete the sentence however you like. And... And we'll, I'll, I'll plug this into the podcast. But anyway, okay. Who is hashtag that's my dog? Me. Okay. So you'll start us off. Feelies. Feelies. So, Phil, you'll start us off. Okay. You're going to complete the sentence. Bay makes me what? Stronger. Nice. We'll go this way. <laughs> A- absolutely stronger. No doubt about it. She was like, oh, uh, I do. You know. <laughs> No doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's nice, Um, they makes me uh, what's the word? Uh, consider myself. Okay, millennial woman. Mm. Uh, they makes me accountable. Bay does that too. Bay does that too. I got me a good bay. Take out the trash yet. Bay does that too. I'm about to. I was about to. It's in my hand. Bay does definitely (laughs) that. Sorry, (laughs) Bay. It's on my way. Um, I don't know. Um, Bay makes me feel crazy. That's what you said. No, um, it makes me feel um, that I am loved by something larger than myself. (laughs) Bay makes me do this pose a lot. It's like it's like the Romeo the, the Greco Roman yeah. like, statue. You gotta, like, you gotta find the word. The hand under the chin. I'm sorry. Uh, Bay keeps me on my toes. It's perfect. It's perfect. Bay 
teaches me patience. It's a good question, by the way. Great <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have a first. Actually, actually, Thank you for going. Oh, God. I just said. That was easy. Um, Bay makes me appreciate passion. Word. Hey. <laughs> 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 That's right there. Bay makes me accountable. You got a list. Okay. Keep them coming. Our list just keeps me right. honest. Mm-hmm. Because when I feel like I, I'm telling right. her something that like is not really on my heart and like I'm just telling her, like I know so the way we you know we got together, like she told me about myself. She's like the first girl to tell me about myself. I was like, oh, oh that's right. Alright. <laughs> that's the first I like that. I don't never hear it too much. So like she makes me like the things that I say to her. Even if she doesn't say anything, I know what she's thinking, and it bounces off of her, and it hits me in the forehead, and I'm like, you're right, that's stupid as well. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say nothing, but like, I know you're right. I know you're So she keeps me honest in my thoughts, and she keeps me motivated, because, like, man, y'all don't understand, like, this this podcast stuff, like, while we doing it right now, it's probably going to be, you know, like, like an hour long or whatever. Yeah. She's going to sit, she's going to sit in that corner right there. Mm-hmm. For two or three days, edit them, yeah. edit, edit them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like, I'm home all day. I work right over here. This is my job, right here. And I work, but when I see her in here, like she has a day off, but she's in here and she sits down all day long. You're like, man, I got. You know what I'm saying? It makes me like, wow, like she's an inspiration. You know? Oh, you know? inspiration. Hey. hey. Until black men like come together with us and like we are a team, like things will not change. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. And it's sure. amazing how powerful 
a black male voice is. Like yes. we see it every day, mm-hmm. the lack of it or when it is present. Um, thankfully, it is present. It's cool. You yeah. know, but we see it every day, and it's amazing how kids, like in their purest form, respond different to the vibrations of a black male. Yeah. And it's the same in any in any. We were looking at Vice News earlier, and there's a new young black. Um, what was he? The mayor. The mayor of uh, Birmingham. Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. And young black guy, thirty six. And just his presence alone in that position. So I think, like, to piggyback just what you're saying, like, in any aspect of life, like, the black male is, I, I know that society may, like, Raider put you down, one. you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Right. But the reality Absolutely. is it's because, because, because you're so superior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, you walk into a room and your color, your presence, <laughs> your energy, your swag, you're so swag, superior. your words, yeah. like, your yeah. cadence, like oh. your heartbeat, everything mm-hmm. about you is just God. like I tell this. Kid, I, um, what do you call yourself? Ph. Ph. What do you call yourself? Right. What's your name? Yeah. I tell this all the time because in his field as a young black male, he's a he's a he's rare, and I tell him this all the time that you you don't see yourself the way we see you because you're you, but the way we see you in that room, in that meeting, in that closing, in that negotiation, whatever it is, like, it's really amazing to see a a black man there. And so I don't know what you individually, you know, the, the guys in here individually, how you see yourself and whether or not it's a burden, but I'm telling you, like, y'all are so dope. You're so dope, and like people see you, and they don't know because you're so nuanced. They don't know what they're gonna get when you open your mouth, when you're intelligent, or even if you got a street swag to you. They, it's hard for non people that are not of color to really grasp and understand like your art. And I know I'm speaking poetically because I, I, but I, I'm a writer, but I see you that way. So, you know, sometimes he beats himself up because because he's the young black male in the room of all white guys. guys. They see it too. That's why so many traps in place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To keep us below. Right. And it's like, I just, I wish he could see what I see. You know what I'm saying? And feel that way when I see what I see. Like, when I see it, I'm like, damn, like, I can't believe you're doing that. That's amazing. Like, I'm so proud of you. Keep it up. Like, represent. Do your thing. You're so smart. And I know to him, it's like, they don't see me. They don't hear me. Mm-hmm. I have to work harder. I have to... But he's yeah. not. He's seeing that. Yeah. And I'm seeing the butcher there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know even where we got this. <laughs> where we started. But, I, <laughs> but when I talk, like, Feminine. black men to me are just amazing. You know? And it's not because of my personal preference. It's just that y'all really are amazing. Just so, like, to, like, yeah, for real. Like, I don't care what you do if you're a street sweeper to, you know, an exec or you're, you know, entrepreneur or whatever. Like, you're just beautiful and, like, just everything. I don't know. We need that. We don't get that enough. Last baby. That's the truth. Yeah. I'm last sorry. Tangent. Okay. Oh, last no, yeah. that was perfect. So, the sentence was, they makes me, like, they makes me introspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much more than before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about earlier. We earlier we talked about going to bed angry. Yeah. And before the conversation. That's what I thought. That was the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think we never want to go to bed angry. Sorry to. No, you're good. We never want. No one. I don't think anyone wants to go to bed angry. But I think sometimes (laughs) this guy. Sometimes (laughs) things just don't get resolved, you know. And it's four o'clock in the morning, and people have to go to work, and we know we love each other, and. Just like, we're gonna figure this shit out. Yeah, you just got like you know. Let it go and we'll revisit. Exactly, you know. Let's just table this. Mm-hmm. And those I are the moments, it. like those I are do. the nights or the wee hours in the morning or when I wake up, where like I really like it really deep, mm-hmm. and like no one in my life, no one in my life, not a friend, not a family member, never, no one has ever had me dig so deep within myself and, and like really scrutinize myself mm. the way this man is. Mm. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a good word I love for it. it. Mm. Beautiful. That's nice. So we've been talking for a minute. Y'all are awesome. And I just want to throw like this last thought out there because we've had like really great conversation. And I want to get back to the fun stuff before everybody gets all sleepy. <laughs> I just feel like the alcohol is working. <laughs> but we, you know, before before we no. turn down, before we turn down, okay. So we have newlyweds. We have soon to be newlyweds. Um, and like the rest of us. And so, <laughs> right. And so I want to hear from you guys and then we'll maybe chime in later, but, um, just last thoughts. But what are, what is your thought on marriage in like these times? Like do people, has marriage benefited you for the, for the couple that's married? In the new you, age? In the new age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how has marriage benefited you? Do you feel like we are taking it seriously enough do you feel like you were prepared enough like premarital counseling versus uh, and just your family and friends like do you feel like you're prepared and like you know what advice you know things like that like what's your take on the new age and marriage yeah i gotta go first i was about to say you have to that's what i'm looking at y'all like what y'all think yes you're happy and you're married well, me personally, I can see that this is, I mean, I've seen marriage my whole life. My parents are fortunately still together. I mean, I've seen a mother and a father my whole life. So, I mean, I've had a great example A great example of what a man is, what a provider is, and then what a woman is. And Would you say it's more traditional? My parents are, honestly, it's not traditional at all. It's I wouldn't say it's 50-50, but my dad does everything my mom does. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, that's affected me in a tremendous way. It's to the point where I'm going to cook and I'm going to clean and I'm going to do everything that a traditional... (laughs) I don't want to say a traditional, that we would say a woman should do. I'm going to do the exact same thing and and the same goes for Tamaya as well. Or, what's your name? Uh, I'm sorry. Claire would do as Claire would do as well. So, for me... So for me, I mean, I think I kind of went into it with an expectation of what I thought a marriage should should be, and and um and I kind of hold myself and I hold her to that as well. Um, she has definitely, as I mentioned before, she makes me stronger, she makes me better in every way, and she pushes me to um kind of go beyond my comfort zone 
And I don't know that she even knows that she has that, that influence on me, but she does. So for me, marriage has been, it's been a blessing. It's been such a great thing. And um, I think the sky is the limit for what we're going to achieve moving forward and um, versus where we are right now, you know, so. What you think, Claire? Um, I think with me having like the opposite, like my mom and dad weren't together, like they broke up before I even was born. Um, and me just having like a rocky relationship with my dad. Um, he was like a breath of fresh air. Like he's the only guy I've ever dated that we stopped talking and we didn't stop talking on like bad terms. And what's crazy is we met, what, seven oh, nine, years ago? And then kicked it in Yeah, and then I moved so, away yeah. for three years. And then I came back and then we got together. Like we were kind of dating before when I was in Baton Rouge and he was at Southern um, when I just sit here. But um, yeah, moved away three years, came back and just like, just worked out. Um, but I've never met a man so like loving, so trustworthy, so passionate about me, so like willing to grow. Um like him. Like there's no man like that that I've ever encountered. And when it comes to like our relationship, like we see it as a partnership. We see it as um opportunities for growth, like you said. Um we are not we don't shy away from cynicism. Uh, we are constantly, constantly reflecting on like who we are, who we are um, individually, who we are as a partnership, as a marriage, um, our goals, and the fact that we are so reflective and so like just like into each other. It just like really, it's like it's nothing like it. And I, I honestly had given up on love, given up on marriage. I'm 31. And, you know, kind of you get like when things, I guess, you know, I was like in my maybe like mid 20s and I was just kind of like, whatever, it's not going to happen for me because you see like people get married at 22 and you're like, it's not for this not happening to me. Oh, my God, it's not going to happen. Um, but it just it just kind of worked out and it's been amazing and I wouldn't trade it for the world and like there's no one like him and I love him so much and I just really feel like it was like death. It was our destiny for us to be together. And he deals with me and he takes like all of me. And I've never met a man to, that was willing to take all of me because yes, I have some strengths, but I definitely have some areas of growth. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, we're going to continue to use that phrase. Yes. We all have errors. Yes. Yes, but like I said, we're so reflective, like to the point that like we come up with initiatives, like we have, like we felt like we weren't kissing enough, so we had a kissing initiative, or you know, like little things like that, or we would argue about stupid stuff, and then I'd be like, wait, we're arguing about you not doing this and me not doing that, well, why don't we focus on our strengths, so he does what he's good at, I do what I'm good at, and that works, you know, but we're always like constantly growing and constantly constantly pushing each other to be better and that works and so y'all like the Avengers is what you trying to say <laughs> yeah. we're a team we're, we're a team, team. Absolutely. We're definitely no a team. doubt about it yeah. 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 they may or no may not fight crime so like, right, I have right. a question so like in a world where like you have people coming out with books and research on like how monogamy is not something that is even of human and like how like you got women just kind of being just kind of like 
you know, which I respect, like the, the sexual movement. liberation right. of women. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And the fact that, like, I don't have sex with anybody. Yes. Like, I need a man to fulfill my sexual needs, my emotional needs, my whatever needs. Like, mm-hmm. I can do that with anybody. Um, just with that being kind of like the movement that we're going mm-hmm. towards. How do y'all all both decide that, like, marriage, the institution, because it is a, it's an institution mm-hmm. like, um, of marriage was something that you still wanted to do and still believed in. At least for me, it was. <laughs> what did you ask? Like, how did you pay for the Right. Still Well, at least for me, the it was the example that my parents said. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I saw a man and a woman live That's together in harmony for. My parents have been together now for 46 years, I think. Wow. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, so, I mean, that's something that, you know, <laughs> I grew with that. They feel like they like each other. Like, they still like they each other. Like, love, they, like, they, like each other. They do. Yeah, so they they definitely still like each other. And besides that, besides that, it's, it's my parents and it's my faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, my faith tells me that. God put her on earth for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it's multifaceted. The fact that my faith tells me I'm su- I should live that like that, like this, I should say, and then my parents reinforce that. Mm-hmm. So that that's how, more than anything, I feel like I can be monogamous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sid and Juice, what about y'all? Like, what do you... I was just going to say, um, I don't think everything's for everybody. True. You know, monogamy mm-hmm. might not be for everybody. Certainly doesn't appear to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the majority. Society, yeah. Um, hey, sis, is this your man? You know, um, heterosexuality <laughs> is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things aren't for everybody. But just because, you know, what we're doing is seemingly mainstream doesn't mean that we're just going with the stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you thought about it. It's it's yeah. purposeful, yeah. and I'm certainly not someone to just be like, I'm just gonna do this because everyone's doing it. Right. Yeah, it's too expensive to just go. It's not. No, no, no. It's way too expensive to, to get married to, to just do it. do it just to do no. it. Do parents still pay for weddings? Is that still a thing? I don't think so. Someone, yes, let out. Yeah. When I think about that whole process, man, I don't know if y'all think about this, but I think about uh, this record that Frank Ocean has called American Wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good song. Frank Ocean was in my rival high school. Yeah. Shout, out, shout, shout out Frank Ocean. Oh, you a Westman? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 You already know. Definitely shout out to Lonnie. Um, you know, and I think about that record, you know, and about how uh, we fall so hard into it and so hard out of. Uh, and, and just how for, for some people that can just be so instantaneous and quick. But I'm, I mean, I'm a very intense person. Um, I've been told. <laughs> and, you know, um, for me, um, me and Amber, Amber, we've had this conversation 
several times. Um, I'm only getting married once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm only getting married once. Um, and so, you know, even though we aren't married yet, I mean, even when we, we go out and we're out and about, it doesn't matter where we are. I mean, I, I still refer to her as if she is my wife. Um, because I, I can't, I honestly can't see myself with anyone else. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and so, you know, um, for me, it is not about necessarily oh, the title. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, that, that should have been my head. Pray for multiple. Like, pray for multiple pregnancies. I want twins and triplets and stuff. I want pregnancies. I would rather have more babies at once than more, four, four more pregnancies. So pray for me. I hear you. That, that should have, yeah, been my hashtag. Um, but, you know, when I, when I think about it, um, I, I just really think, you know, it's for me probably more so than for me than it is for her. Um, it's it's more about the commitment in the relationship as opposed to the title. Um, yeah. And, and then definitely just our relationship was founded on being open-minded. So mm-hmm. not putting labels or parameters on ultimately at the end of the day or allowing anybody else near or far to define mm-hmm. what it is that we have. So, um, you know, I think um, at the end of the day, it's that's what it's about for me. That's it's about lullaby. And it's about I have the same thing. And it's at ten o'clock. And it's about it's about our happiness, um, yeah. and the happiness of, of our our family, mm-hmm. specifically now that we're, you know, our son will be eighteen months on the tenth. Um, it's about um it's about him and his happiness and i think even about just kind of how we talked about how how we pick mates i remember i had a really good friend um, we're still good friends to this day um and she was dating a, a couple of folks and she just got tired one day she's like man i'm tired of dating she's like man these you know these niggas out here just playing too many games mm-hmm. and I was like well a game isn't necessarily a bad thing I said it's, I think it's just about what game you're playing and you know I told her you know I know what I'm playing I'm playing where's Waldo or like I Spy if y'all remember those books and you playing for keeps yeah, yeah exactly yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yo yeah, the shit yeah, I'm yeah. looking for is hard to find but when I find yeah. it it's only one of one and when I find that one of one I'm done from a family full of marriage. My grandparents, 65 years. My parents are together. My cousins are married. My uncles are married. You know, my whole family is full of marriages. Everybody. But I actually am a bisexual woman. And so the relationship I was in before Kimball was with a woman. And it wasn't because, and I never knew that I was bisexual. Like, not as a kid or anything. It was just that this person, who just so happened to be of the same sex as me, was somebody who I fell in love with at that time. And so that opened my eyes to me. And so when that happened, I struggled with the fact that is my life going to look like my parents and my grandparents' life? Can I live that way forever? If I end up with falling in love with a man, will I be able to make that work? Because the relationships are very different. Um, And so we've talked about that as well. I have a friend who you guys actually know, who is um, in an open marriage. 
And nobody knows that. She has a whole mistress and her husband knows about him. And it's um and it works for them it works perfectly for them and the way that their relationship is um and so for me i've been challenging myself to i to the idea of monogamy because i am one of those people that I'm not following a trend. I'm following me. I've always been a gypsy. I've never before college lived in the same place or went to the same school two years in a row. I've always flown with the beat of my heart. And so in those times in a marriage that I know watching my parents and my grandparents, they get hard and your heart says or your mind says to go somewhere else. I have to challenge myself to stay and not be that gypsy me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That I have committed myself to King Jockey Kimball. And I have yeah. to stay committed to King Jockey Kimball. And so I have to I love it. keep that. And I have to remind myself of that just because of who I am and the person that I have become outside of my family's traditions. Um, even though I know that marriages are beautiful, I know that they are work. Some of my family's marriages have been since high school and there have been infidelities that they've worked through. And just knowing that I think the problem with today and the reason there are so many divorces is because people watch too many movies. God damn it. Yes. And if you don't see <laughs> real marriages, real. you don't understand how hard and how much work yeah. they are to mm-hmm. keep together yeah. and maintain and make yeah. sure that, yeah. like you said, not only do they like each other, but they love each other and you stay together and you made this commitment. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. And so I think we're there now. But like I said, there were times where I had to like, hey, no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. Not looked, her. Looked, him. Right. Him. You know? And generally that's the way it goes for me in my bisexuality um, that I feel something or the femininity that I felt in the relationships that I've had with women is missing from here. And so how do I find that here? Things like that is what challenges me in this relationship sometimes but I definitely think that when entering a marriage you have to honor the commitment and then also you have to figure out what works for you and your partner because like Mm -hmm. I said I know two or three open marriages that work perfectly for them they've been married for many many years and they're doing just fine with the model that they have made for themselves Mm -hmm. but the communication and they brought that up together they didn't mm-hmm. sneak and cheat they right. never did those yeah. things yeah, they talked to each other and they decided together yeah. and so understanding that it's a partnership <laughs> a commitment to that person so figure out what works for you two exactly. to stay committed to each other yeah. because it's easy to find somebody to, who's going to light your fire but it's not easy to find somebody who's going to be your partner who can know you Keep and take all going. of you like, sure. the, when like Claire said who can like Claire said you know that person might like you right then because of your redeeming right. qualities but who new. loves you for all of you the good even, the bad and the ugly that's, right. Right. that's usually what lowest. marriage boils yeah. down yeah. to you know, okay so guys, so guys so guys I'm gonna like coach you yeah. your whole yeah no, I just want to like. So, I'm gonna so take last times. comments from our last hashtag. It's probably in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, hashtag the rebellion. 
Hashtag no, rebellion. No, that's that I, I swear I can read. That's that's right. That's him. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm like, that's not me. Claire <laughs> made that for you. That's that's the only last thought. Nearly bad. That's just what I thought. Last thought. I'm just playing with you. Any last thoughts? This is you. This no, this is actually you. This is his sacrifice. Because when it was that's my dog, I made my comment. Now this is yours. Oh, that's nice. He's, he's okay. giving you his. Come on, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something about monogamy. So, when you think of human beings, like we are naturally jealous. We are naturally so many other things. Um, but when it comes to monogamy, like if it is something that you really want, yes, you may want to be out with somebody else. You may want to deal with, you know, have some other experiences with other people, but you have to make a conscious effort mm-hmm. and a will. To not do those things. And so when people say it's like not natural. Yes, there are a lot of things. Like human beings are naturally a lot of things that we don't like. But if it's something yeah, that's worth yeah, having, then you will do whatever it takes to do it. And so when someone says I'm not natural, I don't want to be, but I can't yeah. be monogamous. That means that I am not willing to make a that's conscious true. effort yeah, to be monogamous absolutely. with you. That's right. True. That's what that means. So I'm I just want to put that out there. Love that. Like well, you, everybody has the ability to do it. I believe. Amen. I like that. Because there's a lot of things we're naturally. Mm-hmm. So that we're fighting. So you got you got the last question though. Hashtag real quick, I promise. Who's that? Who's that? That's funny. That's funny as fuck. Am I not No, okay. I call him my turtle. I have called him my turtle. Sunday. Listen, oh, give us oh, give me one more minute. Please, and his minute is always like 20 15 minutes. To 20. Yeah, it's that always that, faster. right? Love it. Right, and, and, and I feel that about this this young brother right here. He's just see? It's okay, baby. Yeah. So smart, so intelligent. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, <laughs> I don't know that there's a short <laughs> sentence in this guy. I mean, and, and that's not a bad thing. But I feel like that that has to be his hashtag. That has to be this guy. I don't know that that's him, but that has to be him. Okay, last one. Guess it's me. What did you write? I don't know. It looks like you're fine. It's That is cute. Okay, I like it because it's me. Hashtag Aquarius do whatever I want. When's your birthday? January 24th. Jesus. Okay. Oh, I know. Wow. Three of us here. Uh-huh. Like Aquarius. this guy. He's in the forest. He has the same birthday as my dad. I'm literally in a room with my bottom. And this is the Let me be have the last comment on this podcast episode. But I just want to say thank you. So we're going to turn up and have a good time. Have a shot. Have drinks. The food is still there. Please eat. Get some cookies. Some chocolate Black love. Black love. It's real. It's real, dog.
testament to black love. All of us in here. So as you guys could hear, we had an amazing time and I cannot say thank you enough to the friends of ours that came, hung out on a Friday night, tired after work and everything, um, and participated in the podcast. Like, thank you so, so much. So I know this was a hefty, um, episode and I have timestamps that you can find on the social media page as well as the blog on the website. So if there's a particular topic you're interested in listening to or a certain snippet, you can easily find it. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. More episodes coming. Thanks, you guys. Bye.